Salwate de Schipoli, and welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. Today is May 26th, 2023. I hope everybody's doing super well. Um, for today, what we're going to do is I'm going to take the word, um, really the Latin root word nomen, uh, nomenis, which refers to name in Latin. This is where we get things like anonymity, um, anonymous, we get nomenclature, we get antonym, synonym, homonym. So we're going to get into all these words associated with no men and um, how these words all pertain somewhat to uh, the naming of or the lack thereof a name or the same name or whatever we want to call it. So if you want to learn something new, if you want to just add some words into that little, um, I don't know, toolbox of a brain that you have, if you want to sock away some for retrieval in the future, uh, stick with me. And also, it's fun to kind of draw correlations and see how everything kind of folds in on itself and how language is this, this tree with all these overarching branches. And it's cool stuff um, because the more, you know, parallels and connections that you make between words in the real world, the more that those become ingrained in your mind. And then you become more inquisitive as to looking at these words and trying to kind of flesh them out and see the bits and pieces that make the whole, right? The parts that make the whole, right? Like a car, for instance, the parts of the car by themselves in isolation mean nothing, right? Just if you have tires over here, you have a door over here, you have seats over here, you have the steering wheel over here, really isn't anything in isolation. But when you take all those things, put them together, all those parts make the whole. And that's really what language is. And that's what we're going to see with these words in a just a bit of a second. And Right before we get on into it, I have to remind you guys because I only want to do it once and then leave it at that. But if you haven't already, Latin and layman's, type it into Google. If you can find a way to support me, if you already have and you just want to help me out a little bit more, I would I would really be grateful for that. I always am. Um, and I'm just grateful to have you tuning in and listening and trying to learn something new. So that being said, let's get on into the nitty gritty. All right, so getting into our first word here, it's going to be anonymous or anonymity or however uh, the, you know, the part of speech that we want to focus on here. Let's just say anonymous. Um, anonymous really refers to just being in a state of, you know, being unknown. It comes from the Greek word anonymous, which uh, means without name. Um a, if we pull that apart, that A, that prefix means without, and then nomen again, meaning name. So anonymous, when broken apart into its two assimilated forms, we have without a name, and that's what anonymous means. Um, there you go. This also is where we get the name or the word pseudonym. Pseudo, again, coming from the Greek word pseudes, meaning false, and onoma um, in the Greek, meaning name. So it's onoma in the Greek, um, and then it translates into nomen later in the Latin, um, right? Remember how we can actually kind of translate ancient Greek because we can match up the ancient Greek with the Roman alphabet, alphabet and then from there we can translate the Latin that we get from the, the correlation, the, the puzzle making, the code breaking, and then we translate it into 
English. So you remember, Greek is just kind of like a mother of Latin in a way. And our English language, our our alphabet, our English alphabet should actually be called the Roman alphabet because that's the alphabet that we use. So pseudonym just refers to a false name. And according to Almighty Google, it's just a fictitious name used by an author to conceal their identity. You know, taking a moment here, does everybody or does anybody remember like Anonymous back in the day? I know that they still do their things here and there and whatnot, but I actually I always really liked them because they wore Guy Fox's mask from V for Vendetta. And I always I, I love that. It's great. Um, it's a great story. Great movie. Great uh, graphic novel, even though I'm not a graphic novel reader that much. Um, the ones that I have read, I've really enjoyed. I just, I'm not much of a pictures kind of person when it comes to reading. I kind of like to just, I don't know, immerse myself in words. Um, you know, don't at me. Another associated word, cause we're going to talk about words associated with an anonymity and then we'll get back to no men. So after a uh, pseudonym, we have incognito, um, which is, um, someone in a disguised or anonymous state, essentially. Um, if you're incognito, it comes from the Latin phrase incognito, which means unknown or unrecognized in meaning not and cognito coming from the Latin cogno cognare, which means to know. So you are without knowing aka unknown. Um, this is, that's where you, you get cognition to think cognitive, cognizant, recognize, re means back, cogno means to think. So when you recognize something, you think back essentially. Next one we have here is unidentified, which refers to not being recognized or known. This comes from the Latin word identificare, um, which is a first conjugation Latin verb, uh, meaning to identify. Uh, this is also where we get nameless. Nameless without a name or being unknown comes from the old English word nama, spelled N-A-M-A, -A, which means name. And then our last one here uh, associated with anonymity, again, be faceless, faceless without a recognizable face or identity. Less refers to the lack thereof. Face coming from the English wor or word, the old English word, uh, fa -fe, which means face. That is spelled F-A-E-H-T-H. -H. And there is a macron over that A-E. I need to read into that and actually know exactly how to pronounce that. In fact, give me one second. Well, I thought Google could help me out, but clearly not. So we're just going to go ahead and move on because Google can give me an answer as to how to pronounce that. And uh, I don't really want to try and do it again. You guys can just take it for the first time and we'll leave it at that. You guys know me. Sometimes I can be pretty bad at the pronunciation, but that's okay because uh, we're moving on. This is the next word we get is nominal coming from, or well, the actual definition existing in name only, not in reality, etymologically. It comes from the Latin nominalis, um, which is the genitive form, um, meaning of or belonging to a name, essentially. It's kind of like a, a participial form of name, essentially, of or belonging to a name. Um, this is also where we get denomination. Uh, which is a religious group or an organization. Etymologically, it comes from 
denominatio, meaning a calling by name, um, which is very interesting because de means down from or it can mean away from, and synominatio meaning to call by name essentially. Um, to name, when I break it down uh, and assimilate it, demonatio looks more like to name from or to name away from, which I calling by name, I guess those kind of correlate. Next one, nomenclature. <clears throat> um, well, the actual definition is a system of names used in a particular field of uh, subject or study. Etymologically, um, well, it comes from French, uh, nomenclature, um, ultimately from the Latin nomenclatura. Clatura uh, means to organize or to assign or the assigning or the organizing of, and then nomen means name. So essentially from the Latin, it means the assigning of names. And that's what it means. Uh, clatura is where we get, yeah, order, organization, assigning of. Pronoun pronoun, the actual definition, according to Almighty Google, is a word that replaces a noun in a sentence, right? Um, you know, and it just has an antecedent to refer back to if you actually employed it correctly um, in your writing. Etymologically, it comes from the Latin pronomen. Pro meaning for, forth, before, or forward, and then nomen meaning name, a forename, essentially. And uh, even further in the Latin, it referred to a word that takes the place of a noun, essentially a forename. <clears throat> Next one we have here is ignominy. It's actual, defi actual definition, there we go with a little tongue twister, means to publicly shame or disgrace. Um, etymologically, it comes from the Latin ignominia meaning a loss of one's good name. So ig refers to that loss of, and then nominia, uh, one's name, because it's a genitive form of the nomen. Um, next one here is going to be antonym. Antonym comes from the Greek words anti, meaning opposite or um, against, right? Like, um, an antecedent, no, I'm sorry, not antecedent, but like a, um, an antagonist. There we go. There we go. Yeah, no, not antecedent. And, uh, onoima coming from nomen meaning name. So antonym literally means opposite name, which etymologically, well, not etymologically, but its actual definition refers to words that have opposite meanings like hot and cold, yes, no, evil and good, bad and good, I don't know. Those are antonyms. Synonyms, however, coming from the, the Greek word sin, meaning together or with, and O-N-Y-M-A, onoima, coming from the nomen, meaning name. So synonym literally means a together name, which refers to words that have the same or similar meanings, like big and large, good, great, um, you know, brown, tan, beige, kind of, I don't know. And then lastly here, our last one that we'll get into here is going to be homonym. 
coming from the Greek words homo, meaning same. So we have sin means together, homo means same. So there's a little bit of a difference there because sin can also, where we get, um, uh, it can assimilate instead of the N into an L, like a syllable, or we can get, um, more, what's another one? Sin, syncopation, you know, uh, Coptian refers to uh, pace essentially, so same pace. Um, anyways, homonym, homo meaning same and onoima coming from the Greek and then later the Latin nomen meaning name. So therefore homonym literally means same name and it refers to that words that have the same spelling and pronunciation, but different meanings like bat an animal and bat a sports equipment, for instance, like your, your, and your, um, all those homonyms, all those spelt the same have different meanings. So if you didn't know, that's the difference between a, a synonym and a homonym. Homonym, same name, different meanings. Synonym, together name, similar meanings. Antonym, opposite names, opposite meanings. If you didn't know, now you know. Just a way to, you know, Put more tools into your little repertoire for you to actually know and understand the words that you speak. If you learn something new, I would like you guys to, uh, well, I urge you guys, if, uh, you know, if it, if your soul is moved to do so, to uh, go show me some support that I had mentioned at the beginning little bit of this episode. With that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Remember to look down and, and thank your legs and your knees and your elbows and your toes and the pads of your feet and your hands and your voice and your throat and your chest and your heart and feel it beat and say thanks body for doing what it needs to do because I appreciate you and I, I seldom remember to do so. I hope you guys have a great day. Just like I said, just a little bit ago. And with that being said, I'll catch you next time. Tempo Sest, Discovery.